Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Previously on Crash and Fourier. I'll give you 10 crags at a $10 parlay. Try to win five figures. Okay, Foyer versus Gresh, once and for all, winner take all. And I will I will never mock your system, but if I win, you can never. You have to applaud my system. And we will have systems in place there you to go. do so. This is Gresh and Foyer. I think their mindset right now, which I don't necessarily agree with, is making the perfect decision. I have a sneaky suspicion there's some kind of ace they're holding up their sleeve. They're waiting to make a big move. I, I, and I feel like they're... they're they're playing the game right. They're playing the Scott Boris game right now. Andy Gresh. Yeah, I see the Boston Red Sox as a force in Major League Baseball. Um, the standard of excellence has to be there. We're about winning championships, and we know where we're picked to finish in the American League East this year, and that does not sit well with us. Christian Fourier. Who do you think is the best player in the NBA right now? Myself. I think the things that I've been through, just through my career, things that I've accomplished and yet, you know, haven't got the ultimate championship. I truly do believe every time I step on the floor, I'm the best player. Gresh and Fourier right now. I was mistaking him for Coitus. On W-E-E-I. Ah, I don't even know what that was. What was I saying there? That was you. <clears throat> I know that was me. Coitus? Yeah. Was I, was I trying to say Coitus? No. You were trying to say somebody's name. You were trying to say someone's name. Whose and, name? Uh, I don't know. Matty uh, Patra or something like no, that. No, Patra. With, I can say Patra. He's pretty you ended, easy. You ended up with Coitus. Hey, give me a, a professional athlete whose name is similar to Coitus. <laughs> Charlie Coyle. Yeah, that's true. I mean, this, really. was a, this was a quarterback. You were trying to think of an old quarterback. Really? Name. Yeah. And I said coitus. Yes. Oh yeah, brother. Jeez. Oh, I, here, yeah. you know what? You know when you you really know when you're getting old. But I can't, I don't even know what I was trying to remember to respond to. Oh, I was ma- mistaking God. him for coitus. You. I, I don't that, know. No, it's not doctored at all. We played that it. Makes absolutely zero sense. Well, we played it the day you said it, <laughs> <laughs> and you've already forgotten. I know. That we played it the day. I know. That, uh, it was like two that, days ago. You oh, said was it, it really? Oh my well, that's god! Not fair. No, it you're was, confusing me even more now. Uh, well, that doesn't uh, doesn't take much, and no, I know it doesn't. that. Uh, it's yeah, fine, uh, apparently, some Red Sox players are confused with what in the world is going on with their baseball team, and I know that uh, the Greg Hill Show is raring up to head to Florida next week for some of their Fenway South shows, and I know that uh, soon enough it'll be the Red Sox against Northeastern and Lou will be doing that game on AM 850, and 
Christian, overall, I want to say yesterday was a good day for Red Sox fans, but I'll be the first one to tell you that I'm a little conflicted. Because yesterday, I'm not going to dare say the leader of the Red Sox, but we can definitively say the Red Sox highest paid player. So therefore, someone whose voice at least gets heard a little bit is one of Rafi Devers. And Rafi Devers sat with a translator yesterday and said some of what needed to be said. Now, again, there's the translator in here. We're not going to bog you down with 12 different voices to be able to play a little bit of audio. But in terms of the money uh, piece of yesterday from Rafael Devers, here is basically the 30 seconds of sort of what you needed to know, need to know, and the message conveyed. Everybody knows what we need. You know what we need, and they know what we need. It's just some things that I can't say like out loud, but everybody that knows the organization and knows the game know what we need. Did you express that to them yesterday? All right, so that's basically Rafi Devers saying, hey, I said, what the hell's going on? I talked to them. Yet, Christian, this feels really, really hollow. Hollow from Devers. Hollow as in it's good that Rafi <laughs> Devers said it, but... It just didn't land with me. It doesn't feel like when David Ortiz spoke, the world around Fenway Park stopped. Even when Xander Bogart spoke at the end of his run, people stopped and listened. And yesterday it felt like, good job, Rafi. Thanks. And now we're on to Wednesday. Yeah, he doesn't move the needle. He doesn't. I don't think that he has, like, nice guy, young guy, lots of upside, terrible defender, hopefully he'll play better, great hitter. Uh, you disagree with me on that aspect. But as far as a leader of this team, he I hear him speak, and it was like, oh, look how embarrassing this must be for the Red yeah. Sox. Oh, look at their star player. The leader of their team is just calling them out and, Oh, this is this is really going to motivate him now. There's Rafael Devers, and look, and Rafael Devers even admitted that he spoke, that he spoke to ownership, and we'll unpack that a little bit. Okay, not yet, not no, yet. No, no, well, no on the on the conversation piece of it. Okay, how the hell does that go with John Henry? I mean, yeah, seriously. is the interpreter there, and is he just appeasing him? Is he just kind of you know just kind of. Hanging out and waiting for waiting for him to be done, well, but there's really no, there's no. Here's the thing, to your point, yeah, no, there ahead, is please. no impact from Rafael Devers' words. Yeah, there is zero movement, zero effect. Nobody is sitting there going, and that's why I think the whole shaming thing is just kind of like played out because he's done it before. The whole team has done it before. Go back through the years at every off season or beginning of training camp, or every hot stove moment, mm -hmm. whatever they want to call it, and especially every trade deadline, 
The team has always been disappointed. The players have always wanted more. The players have always spoken out, and nobody does anything. The best thing they got was that Schwarber deal when he was coming off a hamstring injury. He ended up being a really good player, but they were ripping that deal, and that was a high and bloom deal, and mm-hmm. they made it into the playoffs. Everybody was happy, beat the Yankees, blah, blah, blah. You can say these got lucky as hell, but they still did it. But they don't – nothing the players say – Moves the needle for anybody, and especially Devers. Well, and and I think that's why we're going to open the phones early today. The comment section gets rolling at 617-779-7937 because, look, and, and even D Cook 25 in the Twitch chat, what the man do wrong? It's not that Devers did anything wrong. It's a reminder that he's just Raffy Devers. And the only thing he really is, is your highest paid guy. And there'll be some quibbling over that. But to think that yesterday was embarrassing for the Red Sox, no worse than any other day. No worse than the owner not showing up at winter weekend. No worse than than, the Pedroia story. At first, the Dustin Pedroia story was positioned as, well, you know, old red-ass Petey called him up and he gave him a piece of his mind. And it was, no, they called him apparently to maybe do something at spring training. And then that's when he was like, oh, yeah, while I got you people on the phone, let me remind you. Like, it wasn't a unprompted phone call that came into Sam Kennedy's office, you know, uh, D. Pedroia, and he had to pick it up right away. And it was, you know, old Dusty on the other side there decided to sink his teeth into Sam Kennedy and ownership and all that stuff. It's, it's, it is, um, it, it really is a reminder why Trevor's story has to be the guy out front and center. Because unfortunately, Raphael Devers, not only do his words carry no weight, I don't even know if there's anybody in Red Sox Nation who is this morning Christian going, yeah, Devers, yeah, he represents us, one of us. Yeah, Yeah, it's great. He speaks for us. Yeah. Well, he kind of speaks for us, but the other guy really speaks for us. He's telling these bastards what they need to do. You know, like, I don't, it's not like, it's not even a Bogart's reaction, let alone an Ortiz reaction. And that is something this team desperately needs once again is the guy who has the respect of the fans as well so that when they speak and say something, it really resonates. And yesterday was Twitter embarrassment or social media embarrassment. But everybody got up down there today, and I don't think John Henry... Called Sam Kennedy and was like, "Oh, well, what are we gonna do? Who do who do we go get to calm everyone down?" Yeah, no, that ship is way and, sailed. And it also, to me, Gresh, it also feels like this is just kind of what you know baseball is. I feel like they, everybody's every team, like the trade deadline is so important. Like you know, the 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 team needs some sort of validation from ownership that they believe in them, and the only way they're gonna get the validation is if they add players. And if they don't add players, well, then they don't believe us. They don't believe in us, and it's us against them. And there's, like, this weird, like, separation of church and state. It's just odd to me. So I look at it, and, you know, I'm not going to get in. I'm going to hold the 
I'm gonna hold this piece to later, like the language barrier, lack of punch. Okay, that comes with that. The the this, the the challenges with that. But I also look at this as, you know, um, you know Scott Boris situation, because Scott Boris is basically hoarding a bunch of players, and they're and they and they uh, and they are refusing to take less money. So he's telling all these guys like Snell and Montgomery, hold tight, hold tight. There's gonna be a rebellion. The players are going to be mad, right? The fans are going to come out and speak, and eventually the GMs are going to fold, right? Because mm-hmm. they always fold. I'm sitting there going, this does nothing for their willingness to like. They're good, like the Red Sox are going to be shamed, ignore their parameters because Devers kind of checked them, shamed them, called them out. Hey, we all know what we need. I can't tell you what I can't tell you what it is. I, I got to hold that for later. Uh, but we all know what we need. And so, therefore, the, the Red Sox and Sam Kennedy and, and Craig Breslow and John Henry are so embarrassed that they're going to run out and do something about it. Not going to happen. Not not from Devers. It's not going to come from Devers. I don't know who it's going to come from. Well, this is also the, the first year where Devers is now in the high rent district on his extension. Like, I know there was the $20 million signing bonus, but uh, if the if the interwebs are correct, this is uh, the first year of a three-year period where Devers is now going to make $27.5 million a year. Then from 2027 through 2030, it's $31 million a year. And the reason I bring that up is, is that there's an automatic assumption in baseball your highest-paid player is going to be your leader. And unfortunately, what yesterday proved is that maybe in the clubhouse, Devers has a voice with some of the players or a lot of the players in there. But when it comes to being a truly effective leader, and again, I keep going back to David Ortiz, and I know it was John Henry's favorite player. So there is inherent bias in there automatically as well. But in some ways, you know, whether John Henry, Bloom, whether they all got beat up because the fans united or people were screaming, my God, you got to pay this guy. You can't let him go the way you let uh, Bogarts go. He's your highest paid player, and that's it. Okay. Is there, he, there, is I don't he, think there's he, a lot of leadership there, and there clearly is no external voice from Devers that resonates, I think, with the nation, the media, or even the people who sign his really big checks. Is he so he's the highest paid player? Is he the best player? Is he the best all around player on that team? Yeah. How how can he be the best all around player? Yeah. He's I, not, he's he he's not. Well, he's their best hitter, so you okay, start fine. there. And if that's the most important thing, they're gonna so they'll either lose or beat teams ten to eight every single game. And, and at third base, um, and I wouldn't sign up for that at all. I, he's one guy who can hit. When did I say he he represents the where you turn him into Manny Ramirez? Now he's going to all of a sudden hit a bunch of two and three run homers all the I'm time. Just saying, like, overall, no, but overall, I mean, I, mean, I, I keep he's I'm not more, he's not Ortiz nor Manny. Let's be very no, clear about my that. issue with him is, and I. I've been consistent with this. I believe that as soon as he signed his contract, you could tell that last year, I think he's lazy. I think he needs to be better. I think he's a b- b- below. And look at his numbers. He had 19 errors. 19. 
He's he's a terrible defender. I know that there are people that are going to jump in on the translator thing, and there are some in the Twitch chat who are trying to be all over it, but here's the thing. Whether there is a translator or not, tell me something that Rafi Devers has done, said, or taken a stand on before yesterday. People wanted people, especially the Twitchers, they can't wait to conflate everything and turn it into something that it isn't. But regardless of how the message is delivered, what has Rafi Devers taken a stand on before where you say, yeah, now that's a guy trying to be a leader right there. That's a part of the, listen, if there were consistent messaging, I'm not saying that the language barrier wouldn't help. The thing is, is that this is a guy who doesn't say suey if the hogs have him. And that's the bigger point in all this is like, oh, it's like this big moment. When are we going to hear from this guy ever again? 617-779-7937. So again, how did this land with Rafi Devers yesterday? We'll talk about it with you. We'll get Alex Cora's comments on all of this and... There still is another question that begs to be asked about, isn't it just too little too late with all this? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Watch us. Love us. Just follow WEEI on Twitch. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. So Alex Cora had some things to say off of what Rafi Devers said at 617-779-7937. You can also get us in the Twitch chat. Good morning to most of the Twitchers. Twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI. Follow WEEI on Twitch. And you could text us at 37937. Twitch chat, all you know, you know, <laughs> I can't see it anymore. We're wrong. What are They're we wrong right. about? Oh, everything. They're but, just but, right. What They're part? Right. Okay, let me go through it real quick. No, no, no. They're right. Is on it everything. is it you embarrassing? Is what Rafi Devers said really oh, no. embarrassing? According to the Twitch chat, no. 
It's not embarrassing. No, no, no. No, stand up being a leader, according to oh. about three of them in here. <laughs> I mean, it, it, here's the thing. It's not even really that embarrassing because it doesn't stick because of the player. We have a texter who's like, well, he never had to speak up because Xander was the guy. Now, uh, uh, and now that, well, Xander was gone last year. And other than Rafi Devers showing up at the press conference and the whole, hey, kumbaya, I am firmly, I am of firm belief that uh, the fans and the avalanche of criticism that went the Red Sox way because of Devers, or excuse me, because of Bogarts, is what led to the signing of Devers. Oh, this will shut everybody up. And then you went through a terrible year last year. And when did Rafi Devers, who had a full year, no Bogarts, put his flag in the ground as the leader, as the guy, as the way David Ortiz was, E.F. Hutton? Even now, if David Ortiz holds a press conference at Fenway Park, there are more people that are on that, covering that, and listening to him than the people that are on the current roster. And I don't care whether he speaks Spanish, English, French, Japanese. It doesn't matter. When people look to Devers and make excuses, there was a year here where Rafi Devers could have been more vocal, been more out front, been more seen as someone trying to lead this team that would have made yesterday land home that much more. Yeah, and and I do think the, the language barrier is an issue. The fact that he can't speak English, the fact that he needs a translator, I do think it loses some of its impact. It it's, loses it's some hard, of its punch. It's hard to establish yourself as a leader to the fans when there are two things. They don't see you, and then they have to wait to understand you. And I think from a fan standpoint, there will be some that understand Spanish and be able to pick it up right away, but do you look at Devers as the leader? No. I think the bigger issue is is that if this guy who was trying to lead and said things we all wanted him to say, unfortunately, it was a fart in church. Well, I think there's there's the fans one and it's also, you know, management and it's also the teammates. Like if he if you were bilingual, it'd be no problem. Like Alex Gore is is a great leader. He speaks two you know two languages, so well, he can cooperate. He can uh, uh, you know he can get along with. He can he can speak with everybody. And Devers and Yoshida, let's say for example, they can speak baseball. Okay, that is understood. But it's the when you need someone to speak in a big mo. Really, it is. I I mean I hate to say it, but. Maybe Trevor Story is that guy. I don't know. There's just, there isn't that kind of needle mover. And again, Devers did a good job of saying it. But I don't know if fans are like, yeah, this here we go. Let's go to the phones. Sure. 617-779-7937. Bob in London, London Derry, excuse me, is first up aggression. Fourier, hello, Bob. Oh, there you go, Bob, Bob. Is, Bob is listening uh, to us. All right, so Bob will be next after we go to Paul in Abington. Paul, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, the first question I have for you guys is, who made Devers the leader? Are you do, trying to do that right now, or who made him the leader? 
who should, why should he be the leader is, is what I'm asking. And the reason I bring that up, if you go in, in the last 25 years, we'll go back to around 2000, 2001, when things changed around here, you went through the likes of Jason Veritek, quiet leader from what we, we learned and understood, very quiet leader, probably more in-house, and we don't see what happens in-house. So Jason Veritek, Dustin Pedroia to a certain extent, David Ortiz, and then I guess I'll include Xander Bogarts. Once again, there are quiet leaders, there are loud leaders, there are the best player on the team leaders, sometimes not the best player on the team. But once again, who is making or who made Devers the leader? And, and that's a big part of why I was calling, but at the same time, I brought up the point, as I'm sure many people will do it, and you just you just stated it again, when you have somebody interpreting for somebody, and I have an issue with this because he's been here seven or eight years. If he hasn't learned any part of the language, then I want to say shame on him. But be, beyond that, he's not speaking English, so it's, it's not much conviction that goes on when he says what he says, although I still applaud him. I made the prediction last year when he signed this deal. I said it's a matter of two to three years before they trade him because at that point in time, he'll be less and less closer from the top in terms of highest paid players. It'll be more of an affordable contract for some teams out there. I think he may have just sped up his process. I believe that, but at the same time, he's not here for the longevity of that contract. Well, a couple of things, Paul. Number one, uh, the contract is the contract, and how it ages will really depend on the performance of Devers. Okay, so let's set that aside. The I, I, I don't look at Rafi Devers and say, by God, how do you not know English when you're X years into the country and all that? I'm not going to go down that road. It doesn't matter the language. This is about the presence of the player and the fact that there is none. Even if Rafael Devers said everything he said in English, you would understand a little more tonality. You might understand a little more of the ferocity with which he is saying it, but it still would have fallen flat because this is a guy who has said nothing when it comes to the leadership end. And Paul mentioned, why is he the leader? Well, he's the highest paid guy, and he's one of the longest tenured players. He came up through the organization. Those people, in theory, are supposed to automatically kind of get a little they inherit bit of, uh, they, 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 they paid inherited. their dues and they, these guys why leave and then go, they inherit why yeah. did it go to bogarts yeah. because he came up through the organization there's that element of all that kind of stuff so i think that does factor in but paul isn't wrong that a part of the reason why we're sitting here and talking about a real lack of connection for some Sorry, Twitch chat. I know there are other people who disagree with you out there that some people will be like, I can't understand him. I'm just not going to digest the message. I think it's it, it, unfair it, to or me, fair to me. Like the language barrier is an aspect of it. It's a symptom of it. But the big picture is, you know, he's not real loud and boisterous. He doesn't he's not in it. He doesn't he doesn't he's not real intimidating. You don't, he doesn't really like walk in a room and people are like, oh my God, what's he good? Like, there's none of that. The Ortiz factor. But, but there's, but listen, you don't have to be Ortiz. Like, I think most people know it when they see it, right? And I also do think 
if you're the highest paid player that puts you into a group, if you're the best player, it puts you into that leadership group. If you're the longest tenured, it puts you in that group. You've been here forever. How does it work? What should we do? Hey, will you go talk to Skip for us? Will you go ask him we need a day off? Hey, what's going on with this rotation? Whatever it is, hey, somebody needs to be a spokesman for the team. And then, then you then you go tell us what he said. So for me, and I don't think he's he's the highest paid, but there's so much I wonder if this will kind of force him to take a bigger ownership of his overall game. Like his his overall game being offense and defense, being real reliable, being real, hey, listen, this is the way you do it. You can't make these mistakes. Hey, defense sucks. We were we were one of the worst defenses in Major League Baseball. You, as the leader, need to set an example of what it takes to be great, right? More work, extra time, not allowing excuses, not standing for a crappy play, being lazy, all that stuff. So the leader, if it's Devers, needs to be able to regulate. So now the reaching in the Twitch chat has begun. D Cook 25 says, uh, Gresh, you love UFC. Do you tune out the fighters who don't speak English? They're speaking for themselves. Yeah. They're totally not speaking. Different. Again, reach, reach, reach. Oh, let's yeah. reach in the chat. Well, there's, a, there's oh, an opening. We're going to get everybody all, boy, all fired up. But no, those people are speaking for themselves. So when they speak for a translator, they're not speaking for a team, teammates. Um, they, and, and again, I go back to, yeah, if you're a UFC fighter, you represent yourself whenever you speak. Tell me last year in a year of strain and struggle where Rafi Devers led. That's the point. There's so many of you who want to focus on ah, English, Spanish, French. Da, da, da. It is simple. Where is the presence where this guy's words could resonate? There's a small group of people who are peanut butter all over the nipples because the guy said it. But if you, it's like the tree falling in the forest. If no one hears it or sees it, did it really happen? That's what this kind of feels like a little bit. But it's more on the presence of Devers because, again, I keep waiting for someone, Twitch chat, call or whatever, tell me last year after Xander Bogarts left, where Rafi Devers, with no Trevor Story around, by the way, that he didn't grab the leadership mantle by the goozle pipe because the texter Christian makes a great point. This guy out of the uh, 603, leaders are born and hone their skills. We, as a society, have it wrong. Leaders aren't chosen by circumstance. And that's a great line. It feels like Devers is trying to lead because of circumstance and now his big paycheck that goes along with See, it. See, I, I don't and think it's he's, a, And it's a day I, late and a dollar short. I, 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 mean, I don't think he's trying to lead at all. I think he's stating the obvious. To me, this wasn't so, okay, I wonder what Devers is going to say about this. And everybody's, you know, oh, he, let's hope he confirms so it, right? So low risk in low terms risk. of him saying Oh, it. low risk for him. There's, there's, there's... You again. You won't hear from him again unless it's a post game walk off type of situation, and Will is talking to him, or Tom Karen is talking to him, or Papelbon is talking to him. You know that that'll be the. Listen, it's just I just don't think he's wired for this personally. 
But now his Being circumstances. Being a leader is hard. You have to well, look, you have to look people in the eye and tell them stuff they don't want to hear. No, but you know, so the texture is right. So the circumstances, uh, been there forever, got a lot of money, really talented player. It puts you into the bucket. That doesn't mean you're going to be any good at it, or anyone's actually going to listen to you. Zero. So if you're speaking for the team, if you're going to be the custodian of the team, if you want to out and call out ownership for not giving your giving your team enough, well, okay. I get partial. I give you partial credit for that, but there's no danger zone for them. He's not putting his career out in front of everybody. He's not risking anything. No, it is fair to you know first year of what is a, a long term contract. You're right. Being able to say this, there's no real repercussions for uh, Devers. Elgard seven in the uh, in the Twitch chat uh, say uh, Jesus Christ doesn't hate Devers because he can't speak English. It's pretty much impossible to be a clubhouse leader. We need a translator to get your point across. Devers is not a leader anyways. He just spoke his mind about the team sucking and the ownership group not doing anything about it. Agreed. And you know what? That's it. Maybe that's really all it is. It's all it was. It was just your highest paid yep. guy complaining for a day and yeah. everyone's moving on. Yeah. Maybe Here's the narrative. Hey, Devers, before you go, like, listen, everybody's talking about this. You should probably mention something. Okay, I'll do it. But it does, it is a little bit of a deeper, admittedly sensitive sort of dive into the how come Devers isn't more out front? How come he isn't more sort of heard? Uh, Steve in Winthrop has a, uh, well, might be a pretty brief statement. Steve, go ahead. Yeah, I do. I, I agree with you, Crash, when I think that what Devis said was too little, too late. He, was, he missed the bus on that thing altogether. But Red Sox management has come right out and said, they don't care. Why are all these mooks caring? Why are you even spending money on the, on the station? I mean, I grant that they throw you a check every now and then, but you're not going to make that much on it because no one's going to be listening to them. I mean, why are we even facing this? You should be talking about the Celtics and the Bruins and their playoff push. All right. And the Red Sox. Steve is the number 19 program director in the country right behind uh, Ken Laird on a top 20 list. But, listen, I understand the overall thing that he's saying, which is if the owners don't care, why should I? And at the end of the day, you add on top of the, the Devers deal is – like whipped cream and cherry on top of a Sunday that was already built of Red Sox ownership, making us feel like they're either disconnected or they don't care. And it's hard to come away from that. And yeah, I get it that there are just going to be some people that love Devers and oh my God, everybody's wrong on him and they would pay him. They'd be like John of Rhode Island, give him $50 million a year and all that kind of stuff and all that and yada, yada, right? But this does come down to if not Devers, then who is the voice and the leader of this team? And I've had a long-standing baseball theory for you. Mm, okay. Very long-standing baseball theory. When you do not have a player that is your leader, the manager is forced to do it. And that is usually, unless they really know what they're doing, wrought with problems because they're automatically supposed to be the adult in the room anyway. There was a year when Jimmy Williams got rest, was here as the manager of the Red Sox. And they were, ugh, they were not great. 
And to me, Jimmy Williams had to try to be the leader one year. And it was just weird. It's odd. The manager has to be the guy to sort of police everybody, not to be the one to police people and try to do the motivating and the leading and speak for the team and da-da-da and all that kind of stuff. So the, the there is another part of this, which is they still do need someone to emerge to kind of grab that role. Unless it's just everybody's packing it in and we can revisit at the trade deadline or something like that. 617-779-7937. Jerry in Rhode Island on Devers. Jerry, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, I, I don't think uh, – I think Chris is, Chris is kind of right. I think Devers used to translate. He's been speaking English for a while. He's been doing lessons for years and years, but I don't think he wanted anything lost in the translation saying that he has no cover. He's got nobody in front or behind him hitting, and then uh, when he when – he, uh, can't use that word, but when he uh, tanks it or, you know, just uh, doesn't perform this year, he's got an excuse, and he just wanted to go on record with that excuse now. I don't know so much about that. I mean, you know, Devers is relatively consistent. You'd love for him to play a better brand of third base, which the numbers show that he did last year. I just think people look at, oh, you hit 33 home runs, or you get $33 million, and that's where I part ways with people. But, you know, again, another story for another time. I don't think this is the CYA for Devers. I don't. I don't think I don't I don't think there is that much thought put into it, quite honestly. Well he's got he's I mean, he's got story, sorry, but he's got story around him and he's got uh I mean there there's Yoshida, there's story, there's Devers, uh, and Casas in some way, you know, Devers will have people around him. I don't think it's going to be so much that. I think it's kind of the joke that you made earlier of the, well, they're going to have to go win games 10-8 every (laughs) night, and do you have the sustainability up and down the lineup to score that many runs? I also, by the way, don't know if there's a move management can make that make everybody happy. If we heard they brought no, no, in the, Jordan Montgomery, that, would that, we? that is it. That that is the only one. That is like their white whale. And he would, that is and, it. And, and he'd get hurt and throw yeah. eight starts, and we'd be pissed that they spent a bunch of money yeah. on him. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like it's a it's a, it's nice. It's like a okay, here you go. Like a we hear you. Here he is. Man, oh man, don't forget you can uh, subscribe to us on uh, YouTube. You can go uh, just type in WEEI right into YouTube. You'll see the Gresh and Fourier playlist. That'll pop up. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast as well, wherever you subscribe it. Uh, Download the Gresh and Fourier podcast every day. Well, Bill Belichick is booking up that schedule for 2024. We'll tell you where BB is going to be, what he wants at his next job, and why the Super Bowl will never move. That's next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to Gresh and Poirier on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. go.
I don't know if this would exactly match the story we're about to roll out here. Bill Belichick. He's barnstorming America. Look out, Foyer. I saw on uh, Twitter, and hopefully we can uh, we can get it up on uh, Twitch. For those of you that are watching on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Boston WEI, or go to YouTube, type in WEI, click right on the live stream. At Husker Football yesterday, sent out a save the date for April 5th through 6th at the Hawks Championship Center, where... Eight-time Super Bowl champion Bill Belichick will headline as the guest speaker at this year's Nebraska Football X's and O's Clinic. Um, yeah. How many, about that? Huh? How and many then, people and then, are going to be blown away when Bill steps up there and comes across as a human being? So I kind of, um, first of all, there's a couple things with this tweet, right? So. The liberty that the Nebraska football took that putting Bill Belichick in a red hoodie. Just like, hey, you know what? We're going to claim him as ours. We're going to put him in a red hoodie. So everybody identifies him now with the University of Nebraska football team. No Nebraska logo. No, it's just in red. uh, Definitely the red hooded sweatshirt. And sleeves cut off, by the way. Yeah, of course. Well, okay, so there's a little QR code that that I clicked on. So it's actually, it's the Matt Rule football camps. Is what they're you know, what they're selling, right? Yeah, you got a coach's clinic, which is fifty bucks uh, per person. That's I'm assuming. Yeah, that's the fifth to the sixth of April. That's yeah. So that would be on the uh, April fifth is when the coaches clinic is. Uh, then they have a couple camps: a football camp, a specialist camp. Yeah, I mean that's that's that's. So he's speaking on the fifth. Um. Which is at the beginning of camp, I do believe, because the red-white spring game at Nebraska is scheduled for April 27th. Yeah, those uh, all those trophies look like landmines, don't they? Like, they're just all over the place. He's got Super Bowl Lombardi trophies well, all over the place. I didn't expect us to zapruder the tweet. It was more of, <laughs> no, no, well, I know, what do I know, you I know. make of, I know, I know. what do you make of this guy, squirrel? I know, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, here's the thing, like... Uh, I, I, first of all, I'm not surprised uh, at all. Uh, I am surprised that he didn't go to Iowa first. Um, but this is what these coaches do. I mean, can you imagine? And I don't think this will be. This is something that they will that they would not fill out a convention center, not the the basketball arena. This is like a stadium worthy event in my book. This is like you know Tony Robbins esque type of stuff where Bill goes up there and he gives a master class for an hour. And people are just on the edge of their seat, coaches and like the general public, because it's Lincoln, Nebraska. There's that that stadium when it's filled up is the is the biggest city in Nebraska. I can only imagine how many people are going to try to go to this thing. Football and, any, and corn. That's it. No, it's it. They, they're obsessed with it. So great first spot, but I would listen. He'll probably make if he decides to do this. Oh like my God. On a regular basis? He'll make a half a million dollars in 10 events. I would go to this. 50 grand a lot. I, I don't right? understand. Like, if he, if he had a similar X's and O's clinic or I'm just going to talk shop, you know, I, it's almost like an old boy band getting together. I'm going to bring Dante back. I'm going to bring Ivan Fears back. I'm going to, and I'm going to speak myself 
And then we're going to, I'm just going to, we're just going to talk football. The X, Z, yeah. vertical routes. Yeah, all that. Maybe Glenn. You Maybe Glenn could be the You MC. lost me at Ivan Fears. You had me well, at Scar. Well, he's the old guy. Yeah. You know, uh, you know and then uh, well, Ernie the Adams. Ernie no. Adams. I was just going to say. Ernie. Yeah, Ernie. Freaking uh, Patricia. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, there you go. McDaniels. Wouldn't you pay? Judge. Because the coaches do this all the These young high school coaches, college coaches, they travel all over the country and they go to these clinics. Sometimes, uh, you know, my University of Miami will have their own clinic, and high school coaches will come and learn their offense. The new high, the new high-powered offense. All those coaches go there. They try to implement into their. This is what Bill should be doing. I mean, it's so easy, and they are gonna like think about like how much heat he's been getting and how much blame he's been getting. They will welcome him. With open arms, the likes that he has never seen before in his life. Yeah, I think especially those uh, those college places uh, and the college towns. Oh yeah, they'll isn't be... he the equivalent of the Pope coming to town? Uh, I don't know if I go in that football. Far. As far as football in the football world, who is more revered and than him? Is there another guy that exists? That you know when he comes up to the podium and he gives his little like uh, he gives his little red laser thing and he starts uses his clicker and he's rewinding and forwarding and rewinding and forwarding. I'm telling you, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Yeah, I don't know. I would dare say that uh, if uh, Nick Saban wanted to do something, he's another in, one in Bacon Level, Alabama. Yeah, no, he's another one. Do you know it's a real place? What's what's it called? Bacon level, Alabama. <laughs> Did you just look up random cities in Alabama? Well, you know what's really funny is I, <laughs> I found this thing on uh, Alabama.com from 2016 that says strangest town names in Alabama because yeah. I did want to go with that joke. <laughs> but, yeah, no, there is. But a, you're right. He's another one. There's a real uh, bacon level uh, Alabama. There's also blue eye Alabama. Okay. Uh, burnout, Alabama. Maybe that's where Saban's going. Burnout, burnt Alabama. Out. He's, he's burnt yeah, out. Yeah, burnout, baby. That's right. Well, you know, my wife likes college football. I still, Christian, swear to God, the greatest use of wife of any coach is Nick Saban. Oh, yeah. You know, we're, we're real happy here in Miami, but... My wife likes college football better. Yeah, you were getting forty million in Tuscaloosa. Of course, yeah. your wife. I remember saying to my wife, "I'm like, guess what? If I were ever in that spot and got forty million to jump, and everyone hated me, she'd be like, you 'You'd like it too much.'" And I go, yeah. "No, I'd fade the heat to you for forty yeah. million. You'd deal with it. Yeah. I'm not going to. So quit asking." So you're not surprised by this, right? Uh, no, because I do. I remember you were peppering me. The uh, probably a couple of weeks ago on the what's Bill gonna do? What's he gonna do in the off season? Not only stuff like this, but I really think that this is where Belichick gets to take a half a step back. And there isn't, I would say, there are very few coaches in America that wouldn't answer the call. Bill's like, hey, I'd like to come observe practice today. Though, sure, come on in. He can look around. He can see some of the new age tactics, you know, sit in a room with the aqua water thing, you know, and be humming, 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 humming. How am I going to do things different for the new people? Humming, 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 humming. He can get all that down. He can write it all down. New tricks. Hey, pat a guy on the bum. They need it more. That kind of deal. And he'll learn from other people. And be able to apply it into a three-year run with the Cowboys and win at a high level, and then see. Leave. I think there's would not say that I'm Mona Lisa Vito of the football world. I think there's another risk here 
for potential because there will be another round of openings in the NFL. There'll be six to seven jobs, just like there always is. There's already four owners who yeah. put their current coaches on notice. Yeah, like listen, just you know, he's out there. We're gonna hire him if you screw up. Um, what if he really starts to like this lifestyle and the convenience of it, the ease of it? And maybe he just says, you know what? I don't want to go back. You know what? Maybe he does. I mean, the, he's, when's the, the last time he had this type the, of freedom? The legacy cemented. That's the yeah. Thing. That's my point. Like, so, there's a story of a, how he told Jimmy Johnson of Fox Sports, "Hey, I don't need total power." Arthur Blank kind of said the same thing. Fine, Bill's going to say what he needs to say. Now, a lot of these people, a lot of these coaches. Oh, sure, I work with that guy. Yeah, give it six months, and you run him out of town. I just, just the way I, it is. I feel, man, it's almost like you get furloughed out of prison, and then you realize, holy crap. What, what, look what I've been missing my whole life. And they send your ass back and like, oh, why did I come back? I know there are those who think that the Super Bowl is going to be moved. Yesterday proved it will never be moved. We will get into that. And the quarterback that Chad Ochocinco thinks will be in the AFC next year. That's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.